Hi, welcome to another episode of Loose Change Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa, and today I have with me Liz, and we are going to talk about understanding the Bible, understanding the Word of God, because it's so important, it's so key that we as Christians know what the Bible says, because it's not just the book that we read because it tells us right from wrong and what to do. It's actually the words of God. It's the way he speaks to us. Um, A lot of people say it's like the love letter that God left for us to like read and know like how much he cares about us, how much he loves us, what he did for us, you know, how he led other people through the same things we're going through. And it's just like a testament of his love for us. And, and it's just a recording of all the great things that he's done and how he's created us and and it gives it's us just, a hint on his yeah. personality too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Like so many stories that you read, like you have to when you read them. Like sometimes as a Christian, like growing up in the Christian church, you hear like the same, you know, Bible story over yeah. and over and over again. You know, and stuff. So you're like, I get it, I know. But like being older and like actually reading the Bible, even recently, I've been going back and reading some of the Old Testament like stories. And some of the stuff that stands out to me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I never, I never like noticed, noticed yeah. that, you know, yeah. and it's just it, there's so much of God. He's so deep and there's so much that like we're always going to learn about him and we're always going to realize how much more he's done for us and how much more he loves us. And it just it, you know, it's so encouraging every single time you read it, you know, and yeah, yeah. and a lot of times too, like growing up in the church. We were talking about this just a little bit ago, and um, when we did um, youth service uh, last Sunday, we were talking about the Word of God and things like, what does the Bible actually Actually. say? We had a little trivia game, Mm -hmm. and we put out some common things that people say that we just assume mm -hmm. absolutely have to be in the Word of God. And it was surprising how some of them are not. Things that I even, as a grown woman... Have grown, having grown up in mm-hmm. the church, I thought we're in there. You know, like one of them was God works in mysterious ways. I didn't know that wasn't in the Bible yeah. verbatim. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. derived from some of the teachings of the word of God where it talks about mm-hmm. his ways being higher than our ways and all of that. But it doesn't specifically say that God works in mysterious ways. No. But we put that on him all yeah, the time. We do. Like sometimes people can't figure out why something happened in their life. So they're just like, well, God works in mysterious ways. I guess, you know, I have to accept it. And God actually has an answer for everything. And he has a reason for everything. And when you get into the word of God, you're going to know like, okay, even though this happened in my life, like God's going to work through it. He's going to do something good through it. I don't yeah. just have to like stand there and let things happen to me. Yeah, Or even the other one, uh, this too shall pass. Oh, yeah, Not yeah. in the word of God. I think that was one that stumped <laughs> me. I was like, oh, yeah, that is. And then it was like, the answer was like, no, it isn't. I was, I was like, wait like, a minute. Oh. I don't even know what this too shall pass means anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it is true. Like time doesn't actually heal anything. And mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not like tomorrow things are going to be better. Now, like, you yeah. know, we, we have been fully anointed and, and given the ability to deal with anything. We yeah. don't have to put mm-hmm. things off or just yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. wait till time goes by. And so if I think about it, yeah, it does kind of not make sense at mm-hmm. all to live like this too shall pass it's cool i'll yeah. get over it like yeah, no you yeah. can deal with it and mm-hmm. you can you know have it resolved today and move on yeah i mean even if you have something like really hard and tragic happen like some people 
like hang on to that and like years down the road they act like it (laughs) just happened yesterday and like sometimes you have to realize how God brings that healing and brings like comfort to your heart and can actually give you strength through that situation to the point where it's not you know the Bible does say there's a time for mourning and there's actually time for rejoicing and there has to be a point when you're like, you know, even though this happened, it might be have been like terrible and horrible and stuff. God always has, you know, a way that he's going to heal you completely and yes. whole that, you know, it it won't feel like it happened yesterday. Yes, the word of God says joy comes in the morning and there will be a morning mm-hmm. where you will wake up and it will yeah. be resolved mm-hmm. in your heart and in your life because God is good. Yeah. So it's important to know what the word of God says because if we don't know, then mm-hmm. we just assume we know. And I hate secondhand information yes. so much mm-hmm. because it's faulty ground. Yeah. You know, I you have to rely on someone else's understanding of the word of God and then it's mm-hmm. usually it's like when you play that game where you whisper something to somebody yeah, yeah. and you pass like, it down the line yeah oh, I and then by the called. time it gets to the very end of mm-hmm. the line it's a totally different story yeah it's not even what the person originally said yes. it's like so weird so bizarre they're like what that's not what I said yeah so you mm-hmm. gotta buy a bible yes and you gotta crack that and bad you have to boy read open. it for yourself yeah. yes mm-hmm. and Melissa has some really practical and really yeah. great tips on how to get started mm-hmm. so again like being a Christian growing up, like hearing the word of God, like all the time, like sometimes we just assume we know these stories, we know like what the Bible says. And God wants you to know for yourself to actually like read the words for yourself because he has something he wants to show you individually, you know, oh, you know, like the Bible, it says it's living and active. And that means that when we read it, we actually learn from it. Yeah. And it actually means that it speaks to you individually. I love that because it, you're not mm-hmm. just reading it. It's talking yes. to you. It yes. speaks to you. It's actually a converse, one of the ways you can have conversation with God. Yeah. Is reading the Bible, you get answers. Like you'll be like, God, ugh, I'm going through this thing. You can like find a scripture that like kind of relates to it. And like through that, God's going to be like, yeah, here's the answer. Yep. This is what I want you to know about it. This is how I see you in this situation. Yep. And And it's just like, you need to know that and you need to read it for yourself. You can't just like go off of what other people say that is in the Bible because you could get a really construed like message of the Bible and be like, oh, well, you know, I have to accept this and I have to accept that. And God's like, that's not even what I said. Or it might have worked for Melissa, but it won't work for me. Yes. So it's important for us to have our... Mm -hmm daily bread yes like mm-hmm. i don't need to go and try to eat all of melissa's bread yeah she uh, she mm-hmm. was able to get her daily bread yeah. from god but there was some for me too yeah he's enough to feed all of us and every when, day when you read like when you read the bible like some people will something will stand out at them that doesn't stand out at you and something will stand out at you that doesn't stand out at other people yeah you know it's all in the way God wants to speak to you individually. And that's like so cool because God knows each and every single one of us down to like the very, you know, core of our personality and everything. And he knows like this scripture right here is going to hit you in a way that's like going to change your life. Oh, yeah. And he knows how you can receive it Mm -hmm. because it's not the same delivery method for everybody. The message is the same. Because mm-hmm. it's the same word of God. But the delivery method might is tailored to you because it yeah. might be different. You might mm-hmm. just not be able to receive it. Like I have a very blunt and straightforward personality. So that's how I want God to talk to me. But that's not everybody's way of receiving things. Yeah. Some people need to be led there. They can't just mm-hmm. be told. And so God knows exactly how you need to receive it. And he has a word for you in his Bible. Yeah. So 
to get down to like the very like basic of reading the Bible is who wrote the Bible? And the answer is God. And a lot of times we think like, well, you know, well, Moses wrote the Bible and some of the disciples wrote the Bible and stuff like that. But like God wrote it yep. and he just told them what to write down. Yeah. I was listening to um, a podcast a while ago with uh, Lisa Bevere and John Bevere. And John Bevere was saying, uh, he was talking about a book that he wrote. And he said, he said, I'm not the author of this book. He said, God was the author. I was just the one who read it first. So as he was writing it, he was like, oh, this is, oh, wow, this is an awesome book. Like, it's more like God was the person giving the, sec like, dictating to a secretary. Yeah. It's his words. It's what he wanted to tell us. It's what he wanted to say. And someone just took took down the notes, just yeah. wrote it down, just put it down on paper. Like, okay, that's what God wants to say. That's how God wants to put this whole book together. Because yeah. again, it's it's a systematic way. When, like when you read the Bible, like God put it together in a certain way for it to, you know, be fulfilled in a certain way to, for you to read it a certain way. And, you know, like God wants you to go through that journey with him through the bible yeah because then you can keep it like mm -hmm. people say all the time if you involve me i learn like mm -hmm. if you you know I, I i can't remember the other two sayings in that but it says if you involve me then i learn yeah and so you have to be involved in the journey you yeah. have to be involved mm -hmm. in the process of getting there because then you actually learn it it yeah. becomes part of who you are it's not just like oh no someone told me that once you know or mm -hmm. i think i heard that once but yeah it's actually yours Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, and for correction, and for training in righteousness. So every single word of the Bible is breathed from God. Yeah. It's his very words. It's his very heart and his desire for us. You know, it's just, it's exactly how he wants us to know who he is. Yeah. You know, and again, it's living and active. Like, it's as real today as it was the day it was written, you know, yeah. years, you know, B.C., like when the Bible was first being written, yeah. you know, thousands of years before God was, you know, when Jesus came to earth, you know. And I love that this book is so sacred and powerful mm -hmm. that it's been changing lives for centuries. Yeah. It still works today. It's mm -hmm. still turning people's lives yeah. around today. And that's mm -hmm. the beauty of the yeah. Word of God. Like, there's so many, like books in history that people people are like oh wow that was such a, like a profound book at the time and stuff like that but it loses its weight yeah and it loses its power and it you know people have to rewrite the things and be like wait we know more now oh, we have to update it but or, like yeah the bible has never changed never. you know when when the last word of revelation was written god god literally said there shall, like, no words should be added to this book. He's like, I'm added done. Added or removed. It's yep. done. It's perfect mm -hmm. the way that it is. Yeah. Nothing else needs to be yep. written. And it hasn't been changed since or shouldn't yeah. be changed since. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So God did use men to write the Bible, but each and every single one of those men had the same thing in common was that they had a heart after God. Yep. They each had a relationship with God. You know, even before Jesus and, you know, before we had the Holy Spirit inside of us, like God was still speaking to people through the Holy Spirit, like Moses and, you know, like some of the prophets who wrote, you know, the early books and stuff, like they had a relationship with God. And that's why they were able to write the scriptures. 
out, you know, like knowing the heart of God, knowing what God was saying to them because they sought God and they saw God, like some of them saw God face to face, you know? And so through writing that, it was because of their relationship with God. They were one with God. They Mm -hmm. had an intimacy with him, you know, it's like, it's like when you're a mom, you know, like me and my little girls, I'm writing journals for of their lives and writing stories so that when they're older, they can read about how they were mm-hmm. when they were younger. But yeah. I have to have a like, profound knowledge and love for them. Yeah. That's how these men were. They mm-hmm. knew him. They had a relationship with him. They were yielded to him. Yeah. So they were able to write his words for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it says in Exodus 34, 27, it says, And the Lord said to Moses, Write these words. For in accordance with these words, I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. And it is, it's God's covenant with us. And he just used the men to write it down. But it's for every single one of us. Like, you know, every single person that's ever been born on this planet, it's for them. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know how good like God is because they never picked up the book and never read it, you know? know. And I feel, you know, this is kind of like a little side note, but a lot of people say, I don't love God or I don't know how to love God mm-hmm. or I just don't have yeah. love for God. But there's a, there's a way to love God and it's through knowledge. The more knowledge you have of someone and their mm-hmm. what they've done, the more you're able to love them. Yeah. If I find out that like my husband has done all these other things behind the scenes for me, it makes me love him more. If I see, yeah. if I, if it comes to my knowledge, I am able to appreciate him mm-hmm. and love him more. But if I never know about it, then I, I can't grow yeah. in that area. Mm-hmm. And so it's when we get to know God that we're able to love him because we know what he's done, what he's doing, what he's promised us. Mm -hmm. Like that's what makes us love him. It's the knowledge of God. Yeah. And that's kind of goes into one of the points I had was, you know, like as a teenager and stuff, like have you ever been in the position where you've heard your friend going on and on about like a book that they've read you know and they're just like oh my gosh this book's so cool and like oh my gosh this part like this person did this and oh this character like you know the person wrote the character so well and you can so picture like when you read this book you can like picture everything you know it's like reading you know it's like watching a movie because the author like made it come so alive you know and stuff like you can hear a friend go on and on about like a book they've read, maybe a movie they've watched or a show they've watched. And like they can tell you every single detail of it. But you personally have to either read the book, like yep. open it up and read the book yourself to have the same passion and love that they had for the book. Yeah. You know, you can't just like, and you can't just open up to a random page. No, you got to read the whole thing. Uh, yeah. You can't just <laughs> open up to a random page, read one you know, one chapter and be like, oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I know exactly what you're talking about because your friends can be like, oh, didn't you love this part? And yeah. You're like, well, I didn't read that part. Yeah. Like you have to open up the book it's like and when read you it cover to cover. And you're yeah. unprepared and yeah. everyone's talking about the book and you're like, um, I yeah, yeah. didn't read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then you feel out of the loop. Yep. You feel like behind. You feel like, why am I here? Like, I don't even know what this book is about. You're like, why is everyone crying? Who died? Yeah. <laughs> Who died in this chapter? <laughs> like you can't have the same love and passion for the characters in the book if you didn't read the whole thing and experience it for yourself. Oh, yeah. So it's the same with the Bible. Like you can sit all day long and hear someone preach about it and tell the stories and be in church every single day of your life and hear it and hear it and hear it. But it's not until you pick up the book 
and actually start reading it for yourself and then you're like oh my gosh like wait wait this part is so good and and it's actually a bad thing to have uh secondhand knowledge mm -hmm. or even pick up the bible and read one specific piece because that's why a lot of people will actually say bad things about christianity Mm because they're like i read in the bible that if you did this you were supposed to get stoned and it's like well did you read the whole book (laughs) Because you mm-hmm. took one small piece and now you somehow hate the religion altogether and the God yeah. that I serve. But if you read the whole mm-hmm. book from front to back, yeah. it's the most profound love story you've yeah. ever read. Mm-hmm. And it tells you the character of God, why he yeah. did the things that he said. Well, I mean, why he did the things that he did, why mm-hmm. he said the things that he said and how he's devoted to us. Yeah. And so you can't make up your mind by just randomly opening up a book, reading two paragraphs or two sentences and saying, Oh, this person who wrote this is a crook and I, I don't, li- I don't yeah. like that worldview mm-hmm. and this sucks. You yeah. have no idea. You didn't yeah, yeah, read yeah. the book. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's a dangerous place to be yeah. when you feel like you know, but you don't know. Because mm-hmm. then you're making an entire decision based on something completely uninformed. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of times, um, a lot of times people say like, even Christians and stuff can say stuff like, oh, the Old Testament, God was such a harsh God. Like, I'm glad Jesus came because he brought the love, you know? And you're yeah. like, you you didn't read the rest you of the story. You obviously didn't read it. Like, <laughs> you did not read it. Because, like, a lot of times people are like, oh, God, you know, he wiped out, like, all of, you know, like in Noah's day, he wiped everyone off the earth, you know, and stuff. Like, you have to actually read that story to understand it and to know where where God brought in the love yeah. and where he brought in the redemption yeah. in that story. And you need the whole perspective because yeah. I mean again like if you were if you were to walk into my house on a mm-hmm. day where I was having a, like a, a crazy day with my kids and you would hear the way that I was talking <laughs> to them or, or doing things, you'd be like, she's a terrible mom. Uh-huh. But if you know me and you know how I am with my children, mm-hmm. you know that I'm devoted to them, that they, yeah. I live as, as, as I possibly can for them. Mm-hmm. So it's the whole picture that yeah. gives you a better idea of who God is. Yeah. You can't just take like one story or one mm-hmm. scene or one yeah. act and be like, oh, there's no way I could serve a God who, you know, would sacrifice his own son. Like, well, do you yeah, know yeah, why yeah. he did it? Mm-hmm. Do you know why it was important? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. You have to read the whole story. Yeah. Like you can't just stop at the beginning to where like something bad is happening and be like, oh, God's a horrible God. You have to. I'm done. <laughs> you have to read to the end of the chapter. Yeah. You know, you have to read to the end of the story and you have to read to the very end of the book. And you got to go in it uh, like without an objective, without yeah. a bias. You mm-hmm. know, you can't go in it like, well, I need to know why God hasn't solved world hunger yet. And then start yeah. looking through the Bible, like calm down, <laughs> read the Bible and mm-hmm. figure out who God is and then worry yeah. about world hunger. Yeah. <laughs> But to actually like to actually gain a passion for reading the Bible is to actually start reading the Bible. Yes. Because, again, with your your friend being like, oh, you have to watch this show. You have to get into it and stuff like that. Like you actually have to get into it to like (laughs) it and to relate to it with your friend. Yeah. Like and and sometimes I've had friends be like, well, the first couple episodes aren't that great. You have to like keep watching it. And I've had that happen where I'm like watching it. I'm like, okay, this is not that great. And then like three episodes in, you're like. Now I'm hooked. Yeah. You know, like, you have to keep... Or even sometimes a keep, movie, you have to watch, yeah. like, two or three mm-hmm. times before you like it. Yeah. So. Like, you have to keep reading the Bible to gain a love for reading the Bible. Yeah. You know, and, like, I I grew up in the church. You know, my grandparents were pastors. My parents were pastors. Like, I've heard the stories. My mom was really um, consistent about teaching us to read the Bible, even at a young age. Like, we, you know, even when we were like three, we got our own little Bible that was like a picture Bible, you know, and then when we got a little older, you know, our, our Bibles matured as we grew. But um, 
But like reading the Bible as a little kid, you know, it's maybe was like a little hard, a little hard to understand. But I just I kept reading it and kept reading it. And like the more I read it, the more I fall in love with it, the more I want to read it, the more I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, just like a couple months ago, I was up until like three o'clock in the morning reading the Bible because it was so good. I couldn't put it down, you know, and like. There's so many times when I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've read the Gospels like through and through like several times. And then like literally this past Easter, like I literally fell in love with the Gospel of John, like and I could not put it down. I read through the whole thing and like every single night I was like, I couldn't wait to get to there, like get down, like sit in my bed and read before I go to like went to sleep because it's like for like for some reason it just like really came alive for me. Yeah. I like what you said, though, with, uh, you know, the, the, the Bible's matured with mm-hmm. your age. Yeah. Because I feel like the word of God also changes with your seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. it, it, it tailors the message to you. Yeah. I love my husband. My husband is a, the owner of like a thousand Bibles. He's, he's that's crazy. It's excessive. <laughs> so is my dad. Yeah. But I love he's it like because. every version. <laughs> I love it, though, because he likes to have a Bible for every season mm-hmm. of his life. Yeah. And even sometimes for things that he feels like he wants God to show him. So he'll mm-hmm. have a Bible that when he was asking God to explain a specific topic for him, Mm -hmm. you know, he'll have his love Bible where he was specifically asking God for an understanding on love and it'll be all marked up and written in Mm -hmm. for love. And it's his his revelation of that topic is in that Bible. And then he'll Mm -hmm. have another one where he's like, I have the revelation on protection. I have the revelation on healing. And Mm -hmm. mind you, you never come to a full revelation of anything. You don't. Because God is infinite. You're going to continue to learn and that's why he has a thousand Bibles. Mm -hmm. But he's like every single, he even tells me if you've had a Bible for too long, you just haven't been reading it because it'll just become it'll yeah. just you'll be like i need a new one for this season of yeah, my yeah, life yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because he was just looking at his uh first bible when he first got mm-hmm. saved and he said the the notes he had on like the corners mm-hmm. and stuff he's like man it was such elementary stuff it was embarrassing <laughs> yeah thank god mm-hmm. that he's grown me so much yeah. where now i see so much deeper mm-hmm. but he's like but it's nice to look back because you, you did can have see to where start. god's brought yeah, you yeah and you yeah. did have to start somewhere mm-hmm. it was yeah. the baby faith that yeah, only yeah. read like a specific thing yeah and thought man mm-hmm. this is so deep <laughs> and you were only on the cusp yeah, but yeah. it's crazy because i feel like we're per- we're forever on the cusp we are because mm-hmm. there's so much more depth to the word yeah. of god yeah, yeah yeah so you have to just start somewhere yeah. and keep going yeah Don't no stop. same same i i remember yeah i have a, a bible that's a little older it was like falling apart so <laughs> obviously i'd get a new one but like you know when i look back at that bible and like I see some of the things I underlined, it's like, yeah, that's good. But like God showed me so much more about that same exact verse. Yeah. You know, it. Yeah, it is. It's like it's good. You could read something and then years later read it again. And it's like way more. Yeah. Way more impact, way more deep. Because, again, God's word is living and active. It's always growing you. It's always changing you. It's always getting deeper. You could read the same verse literally the same verse for a year and probably get something out of it every single time yes, you read you it. Um, let's see. So, um, so how do you know the word of God? How can you know the word of God for yourself? You know, cause a lot of times the Bible to a lot of people, especially if you're a new Christian or, you know, or you're a young person who's like, the Bible's a little hard to understand, you know, like sometimes it can be overwhelming. Like, where do you start? You literally start at the beginning and like read all the way until Revelation. You know, I've, I've done that before. I was like, so determined, like, I'm going to read the Bible from cover to cover. I got to Acts. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but, 
Um, but like, you know, and, and a lot of times people are like, there's a lot of like, you know, this person had, you know, begat this person, that person begat that person. And you're yeah. like, the lineage stuff just goes on and on and on. Yeah. You know, although I do have to say within the last year, the lineage stuff has gotten me. Like, <laughs> I actually love going back and reading like who had who and like how it all connects. So, I mean, I'm a big person on like family history. So like for some reason this year, like Jesus's lineage and like just some of the lineages that they you know name in the bible like it's gotten me in the last like year where i'm like really into like reading it and figuring out who had who and stuff yeah but but like when i was younger that was like really boring you know so i was like oh do i have to read all of this <laughs> you know and like sometimes you don't know like where to start and like and so sometimes it's okay if you have to start at the very basic beginning yeah and like i remember um our pastor, Pastor Joey, she actually said, you know, she was um, raised Catholic. And so when she wanted to know more about God, she was like, I I haven't really, like, I don't even really know all the stories. Like, she's yeah. like, I hear them preached sometimes. She's like, and I don't know, like, what they're who really they're referring about. to. Yeah. I don't know what these, who these characters are and stuff. So she went and bought a children's Bible, yeah. even at an older age. And she was like, I just got to know the basic of the story. Yeah. And, like, that's fine. If you need, feel like, like, the whole, you know, Bible is, like, a little overwhelming, like, start a little bit more basic and get a Bible that's, like, a children's Bible or a teen's Bible. You know, they have teen Bibles out there that are, like, really simplistic yeah. and, like, kind of, like, I have one, used to have one, um, it's like a teen Bible, but they had like little things on the side that would kind of explain yeah. things, like make it like break it down a little bit more, yeah. you know, and it was like a little bit more fun because it had like art from different teens in it, you know, it had like quotes from different people. So it just like made it more fun. Yeah. And like, it's okay to start a little bit more basic for you to get a base yeah. to like keep growing with God, you know? Yeah. And, and also it's, I think it's just finding the right resources. There's so mm -hmm. much, it, oh, yeah. there's so much information out there. There mm -hmm. is, you know, there's Bible study plans. There's devotions mm -hmm. you could follow. There's, yeah. uh, the Bible app has plans that you could follow mm -hmm. every single day. Yeah. That'll just tell you read here, read there yeah, yeah. until you get your, your foundation laid. And then you mm -hmm. can kind of start going on your own, but also being part of a Bible study yes. is, is vital it, when you're yeah. a brand new Christian it's because very key. you're reading the word of God, but you're also studying the word of God with other believers. Mm -hmm. And so you yeah. have something keeping you accountable yeah. and you have a way to just talk about and you're what it is. And you're, you're usually, if you're in a like Bible study, there's a lot of mixed people and stuff. Like you're going to be able to hear it from somebody who's read it through mm -hmm. like, you know, more than once who like knows more, has a deeper foundation of it. So if you are reading something and you're like, I don't understand what this means or like, why did God put it this way? Like you have someone to bounce it off of. Yep. You have someone to bring it up to like, you know, open it up and even for discussion in Bible studies, like there's no such thing as a stupid question. No. Like if you don't know, ask. Yep. Because you, if you keep living your life not knowing, that's going to be stupid. Like then you're going to feel like I, you know, I messed up or like I didn't know what to do. So I did the wrong thing. You know, when you ask a question, like when I started my first job, my my one manager told me, she's like, there's no such thing as a stupid question. She's like, if you don't learn it now, she's like, like down the road, it's going to affect you. She's yeah. like, ask me now and I'll show you how to do it so that you know for like later reference. Mm -hmm. So never feel stupid about asking question, even if you feel like you've been a Christian your whole life. Like there's still some things like that I'm still like 
question, you know, that I still have to be like, wait a second, did that actually, like, did God actually say that? Or how did that story go? Like, like I said, yeah. recently, I've been reading a lot of the Old Testament, because uh, sometimes I'm like, I, I just take those stories for like, you know, other people preaching them. And I was like, but I want to know them for myself. Yeah. You know, so again, God never stops growing you. So never feel stupid about asking a question. Yeah. You know, if something doesn't make sense, it's better to ask it now and get the answer instead of like living your life wondering. Yeah. Or believing something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because it's always nice yeah. to just bounce your ideas off of people. I mean, even when I'm preparing sermons, I always tell my husband, this is how I've understood this text and this is what I'm getting mm -hmm. from it. Just to make sure... Every, I'm not yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still biblically sound, right? This yeah, is how yeah. I've seen it. You mm -hmm. know, it's good to know because sometimes, you know, one comma could make a difference. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, what? I yeah, totally yeah, yeah. thought that this meant this, but it doesn't. It actually mm -hmm. means this. And this is yeah. what I was talking about. And sometimes I do get corrected and sometimes mm -hmm. I'm on point with it. So it just, yeah. it's having a community of believers mm -hmm. that you could bounce ideas off of to make sure that you're yeah. learning the right way. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes God will say something and then, yeah, like you said, there's like a but or like, <laughs> although yeah. do this, you know, like, yeah. and sometimes you have to read more because a lot of, you know, I've known people in my life like that take one little verse and like, well, see, God said this. So that means I can get away with it and yeah. I can do it. And you're like, but you keep reading because there's a but, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's other things underneath <laughs> there. You got to keep going. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But, um, but so we want to give you some practical ways that you can do to actually learn the Bible for yourself and actually get into it. Because, again, you have to read it. You have to get into it to have a passion for it, yeah. to actually love it, yep. you know, to actually grow in the Bible. You can't just like read it once and be like, OK, like I got it. Like you have to continually make it a habit of reading it over and over and over again. And the more you do, the more you fall in love with it. Yeah. So. One thing that God says in his word is, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. So you have to abide in God's word. And abide means... To live in it. Yes. <laughs> it, it means to like, it means to like, listen to it, to hear it, to, um, to spend time thinking about it. Like, to abide means to like, sit and like, listen to it and think about it. Constantly stay in it. Yeah. Have it on your mind at all mm -hmm. times. You shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, this is the one 15 seconds that I listen to the word of God. Like, yeah. no, this is like a constant thing. Mm -hmm. This is how you speak. This is what how you think. Yeah. And Psalms 119.11 says, I've hidden your word in my heart. So you have to hide God's word in your heart too. So when you read it, you abide in it and you can think about it. And um and spend time reading God's word, but you have to hide it in your heart. And that means you have to memorize it. Yeah. You know, like you have to know the word of God so well that like when a situation comes up, you're like, that's what God said about it. Yeah. Like it it just it's you've memorized it so much, you've read it so much, it's like so in your heart that like when a situation happens or something, you're reminded of a verse that yeah. you read like years ago because you're like, like I read that verse so many times when I was going through that and now it applies to this situation. I get it. Yeah. And I love that it's, you know, the issues of your life are hidden in your heart. So mm -hmm. you have to have a word that you can apply to it. Yeah. And that's how it stays in your heart. So it's mm -hmm. not just like reading the Bible just for random facts, but you're reading yeah. it to apply it to your heart, mm -hmm. to your life. Yeah. There was a, um, a time like a little bit ago where, yeah, I just like, like when I got this new Bible that I, that I like mostly like turn to right now and stuff it you know and it was 
like where I was first underlining stuff in this Bible, you know, it had like never been written in. So I was like reading it and underlining stuff. Like there were certain verses I went back and read over and over and over again every single day because I was just like, wait, I want to get this. Like, I want to know it more. Like, I want to know it so deeply, you know, and and it applied so much to what like God was doing in my life at the time that it was just like, it was so good, like remembering it, refreshing it over and over again in my mind. Like, and like now, like if someone brings something up, like it's so like hidden in my heart that I'm like, oh, th- that verse, it ap- like, you know, it God says this, <laughs> like God says this, yes. you know, I like, this is the verse I used to read. Like, this is what I went through. And like, this is the verse God showed me, you know, like you have to have it in your heart. Cause it's not just memorizing to like recite it and, you know, to have it like rep like to be able to say it like over and over again. Yeah. It's like the fact that it, it speaks to you, Yeah. but like keep reading it. Because it has to, like, sink into your heart. It becomes one with you. Yeah. And then Joshua 1.8 says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So to meditate on God's word. So abiding is like reading it. Um, Hiding it in your heart is, you know, knowing it so well that it's hidden in your heart. But then meditating on it is literally, like, thinking about it so much that, like you know, every day, like you, you read a scripture and like the whole day you can only think of it. Like and it changes you just, your mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when you meditate on the word of God, it starts to take over the ways that you think. Yes. So when you, for example, like if I'm, if I'm reading about God's love mm-hmm. and I'm meditating on what he said about love, it starts to change my pattern of thinking. So where I can't have bad thoughts about somebody. Yeah. And if I want to have a a thought in the moment where I'm like, man, I really can't stand her instantly. That word comes and changes the way that I thought. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, darn it. I should be doing that. Yeah. So it starts to become like your mindset change Mm because it's always in there. You're constantly meditating on it. Yeah. So it starts to actually transform you Mm -hmm. in your thought process. Yeah. And the Bible does say that like, have a transformation in your mind. God will renew your mind. And you have to renew your mind to like keep growing with God because sometimes like what we think, what we believe isn't exactly what the word says. And then when we when we read the Bible, when we, we read the word, we see like, okay, like that's what God actually said. But yeah, abiding in it, thinking about it, like hiding it in your heart, like meditating on it will change you. It will yeah, change you. It will. Mm-hmm. So some practical ways to hide the word in your heart. So when you read your Bible, like, make sure you underline stuff. Like, you know, there's a lot of books you read that, like, you would feel weird, like, writing in them. (laughs) But, like, the Bible is not one of those. Like, write in the Bible. Write on those pages. Underline them. Get a highlighter. Whatever you have to do. Like, when you're reading the Bible and something sticks out at you, like, underline it. Get involved. Yeah. (laughs) And again, like we said, like, years down the road, it might not mean the same thing to you that, like, it will later. But if you underline it, you can see like one where God brought you from, like what God was speaking to you then in that moment, you know, or it will be a verse you will always go back to and refer to. So like definitely underline it, you know, like when you're in school and you're studying for a test, like it helps to underline key phrases, to underline key words, key dates, you know, key characters in history to help you remember them. Yeah. You know, so in the Bible, like underline them. And like I said before, like, like when I got my new Bible and I was underlining stuff, like when I wanted to go back and read that verse, I didn't have to flip through every page. And like, Where it. was yeah. it? Where was that? Where was that? Like I, 
I could flip and be like, oh, there it was. Okay. Yeah. I underlined it right there. Yeah. And a lot of times for me, like, I'm not necessarily the best at, like, verse and reference, but, like, I can see it in my head. Like, I I literally can be like, okay, it's on the left-hand side, down at the bottom. I have a circle (laughs) around it. Like, there's a star beside it. Like, Mm -hmm. I can describe my Bible to you, (laughs) you know, but... Um, but yes, definitely. Because a lot of times, again, I'm like when I'm preparing for like, uh, a, you know, a Bible study or something, and I'm like, oh, where's that verse? Like, I can't remember the exact words of it. Like, I can flip through my Bible to where I think it is, like be like, I think it's in First Timothy. And if I kind of scan, I'm like, oh, there it is, because yeah. I underlined it, okay. you know? Yeah. So yeah. underlining, underlining is definitely a key. But then go back and read those verses that you underlined. Yeah. Because they stood out to you for a reason. God wants to speak to you. He wants to show you things in that area. He wants to like hide it in your heart. He wants you to know it so well and so deep so it changes you. That's right. Yeah. And then another thing is write verse, write the verse and reference on note cards. You know, um, if you write them on note cards instead of, I mean, definitely underline them in your Bible. But if it's like something that you really want to like memorize that particular verse and you want to know it like verse to you know that you can literally tell somebody the actual reference and stuff because again like sometimes it's a little hard for me to remember like verse and reference but if you write it down on a note card and then write the verse and reference and you give yourself like a little quiz on it like flip through it you know put maybe put the verse and reference on the back the scripture on the front and then like read it and be like okay I think that's you know Psalms eleven thirty five. you know whatever it is yeah and I think also there I think there's been studies done about writing things down mm-hmm. actually helps you to remember them yeah and I know that there actually is a bible study uh devotion out there where you read a scripture and then you have to write it down like yeah that exact mm-hmm. same scripture there's a space for it in the journal that comes okay. with the bible yeah. study that you just write mm-hmm. it down yeah because it helps you memorize it yeah. it helps you actually keep it on your mind all day long yeah um a friend of mine was showing me it and I thought that was so interesting but it is true there's something like I I yeah. don't I can't say that I've ever taken note cards and written it down, but I have a journal. Mm-hmm. And if a text really stands out to me, like I won't just, I, I will underline it in my Bible, but I won't stop there. I'll actually just copy it out in my yeah. journal. Mm-hmm. And then I'll start writing what I feel like God is saying through that text yeah, to yeah. me so that I can go back and refer to it. And it, it does make a difference mm-hmm. when I do write it down. I, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. it more. It goes like deeper in my mind, I think. Yeah, I think it is like scientifically proven that when you read something, write it, like it sticks in your mind and then like recite it. It yeah. sticks your, in your mind a lot better. Yeah. I mean, that's like in a way that's like study, yeah. you know, things that they tell you to do in school because it helps you remember things. Yeah. Um, another one is write some of your some of the verses that God's like if there's a particular thing in your life where God's trying to like teach you, trying to heal you from trying to change you in that area, trying to transform your mind in that area. You know, write the verses that apply to that area like write them down on a piece of paper and then put them somewhere where you look at them every day. Yeah. You know, like your bathroom mirror or on the closet in, you know, in your room, like every time, every day you open up your closet to get dressed, there's those verses right there. Yeah. And, um, I actually do that. I have a thing that I've written down and it's inside my bathroom mirror. So every time I go to brush my teeth, there it is. And like, I read it and I say it and I declare it over my life. And like, the more I say it, the more it changes me. Yeah. The more I'm like, yeah, like 
I go off to work being like, I can do this. I can do that. Like, this is what God wants me to do. Like, and then I start thinking about it, even driving it, you know, to work in the morning and stuff like that. I'm still thinking about reading those verses, you know, yeah, and reading those declarations, but like put them in a place where you know you're going to look at them every single day. Yeah. Because again, if you're really trying to like transform your mind, maybe you just got saved. Maybe there's something you're going through and you're like really trying to be like, God, help me through this area. Like he wants you to like daily look at something that's going to transform your mind because that's the only way it's going to transform you is if every single day you're saying like, this is what I believe. Yeah, this is what I think. This is what God's word says over me. This is, you know what I'm going to speak over to my over uh, over myself. Yeah. You know, it will change your mind. And it's how your brain works. I mean, your brain yeah. is always looking for messaging. That's why the world has billboards and magazines mm-hmm. and songs. Yeah. I mean, it's looking for messaging. So just yeah. give it mm-hmm. the right messaging. Take control yeah, yeah, yeah. of what messages your brain is going to receive mm-hmm. every day and write that stuff down. Put yeah. it up everywhere. Put it up in your car. Put it up mm-hmm. in your closet, your bedroom. Like put it up yeah. so that you can read it. Yeah. If you're like an artist, paint a picture you know, of like the verse that like your favorite verse right now and like hang it on your wall, like something that like every single day you're seeing that. Yeah. Another thing is like a lot of times um, when I want to look up a verse and I I don't really remember the reference and stuff like that. And I'm like, I can only remember like two or three words of it. I'm like, oh, how does it go? Like I'll Google it and find the like verse like reference that I was looking for in the whole scripture and stuff like that. And then I'll take a screenshot of it yeah. and I'll have it on my phone, you know, and like you can do that too. If you're like, I'm not really a paper person or something like that, like screenshot verses and then put a reminder on your phone to tell you to look at them yep. and like scroll through them or mix them in with your pictures. So you're like scrolling through your pictures and there's your verse. I like, remember, to myself. you know, I have them intermingled yeah. with my pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look at my gallery a lot just mm-hmm. to see how my kids are growing and then, It'll There's like the scripture. scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like get time. it. Find ways to get it into you. Find ways to fall in love with it. Find yes. ways to make a passion for the word of God. It is possible and you can mm-hmm. do it. And it might not be love at first sight. It might not be butterflies in your tummy yeah. the first time mm-hmm. you pick up the word of God. Yeah. But you will get there. I guarantee yes. you, you will get yes. there. God is the most interesting being that you will ever mm-hmm. read about. You will never get bored on, on his yeah. topic. You will never find every single thing to know about him it'll, it'll never get stale yeah. it's mm-hmm. always interesting it's always good yeah and it's it's tailored to how you want to receive it i'm guaranteeing yeah. you that you will not you'll never look back yeah 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 so um another thing too what you can do is something that i do a lot something that i do a lot is um when I'm listening to a pastor and he's preaching and he references a story or references a scripture, like I take notes in church all the time yeah. because like there's so many times when the pastor says something that you're like, oh, I want to remember that. Like just carry a notebook to church, like with your Bible (laughs) and write stuff down because sometimes it's so good. You just want to read it again. And like a lot of times when my pastor is preaching and stuff, like I'll write down the verse that he references or I'll write down the story that he talked about. And then I go back home like that very night or that same day and like reread it for myself. Yeah. And sometimes it just hits. Yeah. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm I'm praying to God and I'm asking him for some for something in specific, I'll go to church and I'll there'll be one part of the sermon that just sticks out yeah. and hits right mm-hmm. to what I was asking God. And so I'll write it down and then I'll go back and I'll pray yeah. about it and I'll, I it'll lead me down yeah. like, what I call a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll give me exactly what I asked for. Oh, there's so many times when I've actually went to read 
a verse that my pastor like referenced and I read the verse that he referenced and I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. And then I actually look over to the next paragraph and I'm like, oh wait, what does this say? <laughs> and like that actually yeah. has been several times how I found some of my favorite verses in the Bible yep. is like looking for another scripture and finding another one. Yep. Like a couple or last year when it was Easter, around Easter time, um, I was reading a scripture. I was looking for a scripture somewhere in John and it had nothing to do with the, you know, the Easter story, the crucifixion and all that. I was just reading like some other verse. And then I literally moved over, like something caught my eye on the next page and I just started reading it. Next thing I knew, I was reading the whole thing about like the crucifixion and like, you know, John and Jesus and how like John was saying like, you know, Jesus or John was the disciple whom Jesus loved and like John's like whole journey through yeah. like seeing the crucifixion and being there with God at the you know at the foot of the cross you know and stuff and like I got to the end and like the resurrection and then like how at the very end like God restored Peter back you know and then um and then just talking to John and Peter at the end about like what God had for them in the future you know their yeah. what their futures looked like and by the end of it I was crying <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh like and then from there I went back and just read the whole thing of John all over again because I was like, I, that like touched me so much. And I was like, I just have to read the whole thing over again. And I love that the word of God gives you a personality. Mm -hmm. I love, uh, like I used to think that God was so like stiff and angry and yeah. like, kind mm -hmm. of an old man. And then I started reading the word of God. And, uh, there were so many times where I was laughing. Oh, same here. And same I'm like, here. man, he has such a sense of humor. Same I love here. him. Yeah. So yeah, get to know God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so much more than what you think, I yeah. promise. Like mm -hmm. even in that where he was like, when they were asking like what was going to happen, happened to them and yeah, they yeah, die. Yeah. And, God, and Jesus was like, listen, Peter, don't you worry about how John's going to die. Okay? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John's got it made. He's yeah, yeah, not yeah. actually getting what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> He's like, don't you worry about him, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know. I My favorite part, though, the way John ends is John says, if I were to write all the things God did or Jesus did here on earth, he's like, there would no, there wouldn't be room enough on the earth to hold all the books yes, of everything so God did. Cool. I was like, oh, that like just got me. I was yes. like, ah, oh. <laughs> but yeah. So like, just read, like, just start reading. Uh, one thing is like, you can start with the Gospels. The Gospels are a really easy way to start reading the Bible because it's it's a little bit more um, story storytelling. Yeah, and it's a little and it's very basic Christianity with like who Jesus was and yeah. why he came and why he died for us and you know God giving up his son for us like it is very like the base of Christianity and stuff so yeah. the gospels are a good way to start psalms and proverbs are a good way to start because reading a psalm or a proverb every every day is like going to give you joy is going to give you hope it like uplifts you um there's definitely a lot of ways to and there's start. a lot of I feel like there's topic studies too. Yes. So if you mm -hmm. if you feel like you're only interested in, you know, relationships or yeah. if you're only interested in whatever it might be, then look up the topic and then read every scripture has to do yeah. with it. And mm -hmm. you will know. Like yeah. if you want to know mm -hmm. about the deity of God or if you want to yeah. know about God as the person of Jesus Christ, then look up those topic related things and read about it and yeah. you will get more familiar mm -hmm. and you'll get into the word of God. Yeah. All right, so Luke twenty four forty five says, then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. Like one thing you can do too is ask God. Just say, God, yeah. like give me a passion, give me a heart, give me a desire to want to know you more and to read the Bible more. And then just start reading and it will happen. It will. 
And so that's the good news today. Like you literally can pick up the Bible today and fall in love with the Bible today and And God's word. wants to help you do it. Yes, he does. He will make it, he will like make things stand out to you to make it easier for you, to make it more like personal for you, to make it more like exciting for you to like keep reading it. Yep. And like every single day, God has something new to say for you in his word. And he wants you to read the Bible every single day to grow with him, to know what he's called you to do, to know how much he loves you and to know the good God that we serve. That's right. So we'll see you next time. Bye.